to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. There it is. The record has scratched. You smash it on the end of the table. You put the women and kids to bed. Get out the cold beers. Your old friend, Adamantium Adam, is sitting here. I am CM Chuck. Double A, what do we got going on today? All right, man. So we got a lot of good talk. We got a lot of good news, a lot of thanks we want to give out. So. Yeah, man. That's my one of my favorite parts here, at, and which I forgot to say, <laughs> at the Just Another Friday Night podcast. Um, as I like to always say, adrenalize me, double A. What happened in the world of uh, social media for the Just Another Friday Night podcast this week? Okay, so last week we were talking about Punisher Born yes. series. All right, yes. um, great response. Thank you guys for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a lot of great likes from Derek Robertson, the the artist on this book, the so main was, artist of the book. Yeah, man. so it was a huge, huge honor for him uh, yeah. to. Uh, like our stuff he retweeted it too so that was awesome yeah. co-creator awesome. of the boys yes. uh yes. Kind of, it was a, a huge honor for us yeah and he's, like and us. he's working on the new constantine comic as well oh kick ass yeah and uh what's kind of cool cm is that we got a follow by paul mounts yes uh, the colorist for born this is the man that colored the book yes. gives it it's you know uh just kind of part yeah. of his soul you know what i mean cm i was super excited when i first saw that he liked it and then he started following us yes this is awesome you know what i saw on twitter and on instagram yes. mr paul mounts thank yes. you so thank much you. sir we appreciate you following us uh, guys we love our likes and yeah. we love our retweets but a follow is kick ass it's man awesome. that's huge and paul mounts yeah. is an extremely talented guy yeah, especially for one of our favorite stories just yeah. period not punisher story just a our, one of our favorite stories. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. We're, we're super excited. Super Myself excited. and CM, we're super excited. So that's pretty damn cool. Yeah. Friday Nighters. Hey, check him out on Instagram at yeah. Paul Mounts. Great, beautiful Lots art, man. This guy is amazing. So, yes. And and again, go ahead. Continue on. Double okay. Uh, we got uh, Miss Jackie. Uh, a lot of you may know her from the Attitude Era from the late 90s, early yeah. 2000s. She liked one of ours. SoCal Val, uh, Informer Impact Knockout. Taya Valkyrie, former mm-hmm. uh, or is Impact Knockout. Uh, how, how about Ricky Morgan from the Rock and Roll Express? Man, very cool, yeah. man. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Legends, yeah. WWE Hall of Famers. Yeah, uh, Victoria, and we got Melina. Nice. That was very nice. Love so, Melina. Love yeah. Melina. Those ladies are all doing really cool stuff on yeah. Twitter, and uh, they're going live, doing mm-hmm. different things like that. So that's really cool. I see them drinking and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, very yeah. cool, man. Awesome, yeah. man. So that was awesome. really cool, man, for the episode we're about to do, and plus the episode for Born. Yeah. Uh, that was super cool. That's what we always try to do. So that's awesome. We bridge the gap there. We're going from yeah. born right into we got our wrestling stuff. And yeah. uh, that's a little bit what we're going to talk about today. Before we do that, though, uh, I do want to get some quick housekeeping out of the way, guys. Uh, last day is tomorrow, I believe, for the SA Current Best of 2020. Yeah. Uh, go to that site, uh, sacurrent.com, and please vote. 
uh, three sections we guys want you to hit up uh, the people section. Uh, that's where I think where you can find us at under best local radio show. We had to put ourselves somewhere. That's where we're at. And we have apparently two options to pick us, which is either just another Friday night or just another Friday night podcast. Nice. They're both us. That's yeah. a secret guys. So uh, pick either one. Hell, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, we might not be have what it takes yet to take on the bigs <laughs> in town, but we're going to share as so I'll give it a shot. At least make you curious on who the hell just another Friday night is. And I guess what? It's us. Yeah. So um, that'll be cool. Uh, also, we want you to hit up under the shopping section, best comic book store. Uh, Authority Comics, guys. I think they're like the first option. That yeah. is Mario Delgado's shop out at Trader's Village. And we can't say it enough how yeah. much Mario is the fucking man. Yes, this would be a huge victory for Mario, but also for me and CM. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it shows us that vote. we've been here. Yeah. yeah. You know, he used to have a Facebook, guys. He took it down. He's not doing Facebook anymore. So, you know what? I'm going to say it here. We're going to make ourselves the unofficial hopefully when we talk to him official outlet <laughs> for his news yeah i mean i'm straight up gonna have a conversation and let him know hey man you want us to put anything out there he's yeah. already invited us to the shop to do a show to do a giveaway things like that he's already provided us with some stuff that we're trying to hand out the contest is still going on guys you know it's out there we've talked about it on the show the picture's hanging out out there so you just got to get on it we're going to leave it out there hanging out to you guys let us know uh but yeah mario delgado doing great things we want to do that and last but not least uh, under the uh, food section, uh, under the best charcuterie board, and I didn't know that this was a section, but it is, oh. and there apparently are many places that have charcuterie nice. boards. Uh, but the absolute best of all the best is charcuterie to go go. Uh, they are a locally owned, locally operated uh, startup. Two uh, young ladies that are just trying to make a name for themselves in the world of meat and cheese boards. Nice. And guys, I've had it myself. They are absolutely delicious. I'm going to try to plan and get one here for me and double A to Ooh, share and let nice. you guys know about. Um, but guys, great stuff. They did a beautiful 4th of July one. You can see them on Instagram at charcuterie to go, go um, Priscilla and Kippa. Uh, they put all their heart, soul uh, into their boards and into their boxes. They make, they deliver, um, they're women owned, uh, women operated, women employees that do their deliveries. And it's really, really good stuff, guys. They use all local stuff here. If you're here in San Antonio, you can get one of these. Um, you know, so please do that. Um, real quick before we move on, double uh, A, Adam Adam. Adam. I, I want, I've been wanting to say this for a couple of weeks, but we, we don't really like to get too much into like our stats and all that thing and how we're doing. We check this ourselves and we're always really pleased with what we see. We're really happy. We're always trying to grow. We want to get out there more. But what we really see is we have a really nice little following yeah. outside of the U.S., yes. uh, <laughs> especially in France, France. but also yeah. places like Great Britain, Ireland, Ireland Australia. Australia. Guys, thank you so very much. Don't forget our friends in Germany. Too. And our friends in Germany, yes, Japan as Japan. well. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm sorry to mean to leave anybody out, but we're just so overwhelmed yeah, and shocked by awesome. this international yeah. presence we have. Uh, so, guys, uh, overseas, we absolutely love you. Thank you so yeah, much for listening. Hey, please keep listening. Spread the word, yeah. guys. Hey, we would love to come overseas and see you, hang out, <laughs> crack a beer uh, from, you know, whatever it is you're drinking in your neck of the woods, we want to know. So we really do appreciate that. That's amazing to us. And uh, if there's anything that you guys out there, um, you know, overseas want to see or hear us do, let us know, yeah. share it, hit yeah. us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. We're there guys at J A F N podcast. 
on Instagram and Twitter, and just another Friday night searching on Facebook. You'll find awesome. us right there, guys. Awesome. Hey, you know what else? I'm gonna oh, go ahead and open it up. If you want to send us an email, email us yeah. at jafnpodcast at gmail.com, guys. Yeah. Hit us up there. That's where we're looking for, yeah. you know, to talk to you guys. Uh, we previously talked about the road contest. Uh, that's over now. Unfortunately, we did not win, yeah. but you know, we live to fight another day. Next yeah. year's another year. We'll be at it again. Yeah. But um, thank you guys. We wanted to get that housekeeping out of the way because we want to go all in on today's topic, <laughs> today's episode. We're doing wrestling again, guys, and this one is special because it's all about Adam and Tim Adams' opinion and my opinion, Sam Chuck on. If there was a Mount Rushmore of wrestling, yeah. who would you put on it? Now, we're not going to drill down too deep. We're going to leave it broad. All time, mm -hmm. living or dead, yeah. any organization, yeah. who goes on the Mount Rushmore of the greatest wrestlers of all time? This question gets asked all the time oh, in Facebook time. groups, double uh, A. I mean, you know, any guys sitting around talking about it, they bring it up, whatever. Mm -hmm. So so it's a little bit different here. Uh I think you have your list pretty yeah, set, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something right out the gate. I got <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm pretty set. Okay, I, I might not be completely set <laughs> because I thought about this in so many ways, right? I, it's my heart. My it's first hard. two came to mind right away because they came right yeah. out of my heart. Yeah. They came right out of like my love for wrestling. But when it came to three, even four. I'm a little bit on the Bitter. fence, so yeah. so I want us, I want you to help me through this conversation. Not only do I want to know, I want to know two things. By the time we get to the end of this talk, I want to know if just another Friday night as a podcast had to make a Mount Rushmore, who would be on there? And I also need you to help me round out my Mount Rushmore. What other faces am I sculpting there? I'm going to let you take it away. Get get us started. That's a hard Iron Man match question right there. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so mine might be a little bit different than maybe just about everyone's I've seen. Um, I really like the history of wrestling a lot, so this might really surprise a lot of you. Mm -hmm. uh, my number one, or one of my first ones, is Luthez. Um, nice. If you see the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame from 2016, they even say it, they consider him the Babe Ruth of wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, he's the one that established the NWA. He was at one time the wrestling champion of the whole world. Okay. He, he went to all these other organizations, unified them to become the undisputed wrestling champions. Probably the only time that's ever happened where you had one guy that was the champion of the whole world. Right. Okay. Okay. Not just one organization, not here, not in this country, not of the whole world. One of the biggest box office draws for about 20 years, solid main event. Probably the last hooker. Guys, if you don't know what that word means in wrestling terminology, it pretty much means that this guy is above the level of a shoot wrestler. Right. Okay. Um, he legit knows what he's doing in the ring. Yes. He can hurt you. Yes, yeah. he can cripple you if he really wanted to. Right. He can put you out of your career um, mm -hmm. bad, okay, yeah. from mm -hmm. your arm, from your leg, from your ankle, right. from your neck, anything. This guy was not someone you wanted to fuck with legit, mm -hmm. okay? Um, like I said, he established the role of the NWA champion, the suits, the way they talked, nice. everything. Nice. He traveled. He's the one that kind of opened the door for the Americans to Japan. Ah, okay. okay, he was the first one that okay. went over to Japan and established that territory for the NWA. Uh, Middle East too went over there. Yeah, established that for the Middle East. Uh, 
you know, uh, not to cut you off, no, no, late, go ahead. But, but you know, when I think of Luthez, uh, I think of the Stone Cold move. Exactly. If you've got a wrestling move named after you guys, that's pretty legit. And that's when, by, done by Stone Cold himself. Yeah, if uh, you see Stone Cold, uh, Steve Austin bounce off the ropes and kind of jumps with his whole body yeah. onto you and knocks you down. Uh, that's when you kind of start doing, start yeah. giving you the right, uh, the right hands. Uh, but that move where it's pretty much like you, the guy's running at you, you pretty much jump with your whole body in the air. And then again, like I said, you kind of, it's like a whole body tackle mm-hmm. under the ground. Mm-hmm. Now would he, would he do that move? Was yes, that a, he did. Yeah. Yes. It's called the Luthez press. Yeah. You know, so, uh, it's famously called by JR all yeah. the time. Okay. Luthez press, Luthez press. He pretty much right hand, coined, right hand. coined the yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Uh, he also invented the STF. Uh, he also invented mm. the power ball. Wow. Yes. Uh, I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like I said, he was the guy. He wrestled in seven decades. Yeah. Okay. Uh, This guy is the best, I I would say. Everyone that just always meant, if you talk to any wrestler, especially the old one from the 70s, 80s, it's Luthes. I'm sure. My second guy I got is another one from that era, Buddy Rogers, the original Nature Boy. Oh, nice. The number one heel in the country. The number one box office draw. This guy, if you had a struggling promotion and, you know, the promoter called, hey, can you give me Buddy? He can turn around that promotion. Wow. Just like that. That's impressive. Consistently drawing over 10, 15,000. For these promotions would you say the the bad guy of that time yes big okay. time i mean but even then he established everything almost he was the first one to bleach his hair blonde mm. had the tan mm-hmm. had the robes ah he did the figure four he did the strut he invented the figure four leg line okay. he did the strut so uh, we're talking about the prototype yes Claire, the heel promos uh-huh. he did okay, it okay 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 i mean you hear the bulls it, it was loud <laughs> uh top draw he had the record for the attendance in the united states with thirty-eight thousand at wow, one time before that, that got awesome. finally broken in 86. so it even took that long yeah for someone else to draw a bigger crowd than he did you know who broke it in 86. uh i'm sorry it was 84. it was the uh, Kevin Von Eric Ric Flair oh, okay. in Texas Stadium. Very cool. But it took that long, CM, yeah. before someone finally cracked that record. That's saying something for sure, especially for that time. You know yeah. I mean? um, NWA champion, uh, the first ever WWF champion, which is now the WWE. The old Vince McMahon senior yes. promotion. Yes. Uh, so deadly was this guy that when he was champ, Vince Sr., was controlling Buddy Rogers just in New York mm-hmm. that the NWA started getting fearful because only New York was making money with Buddy Rogers. Mm-hmm. So they were afraid because they had heard rumors that Vince was already starting to want to break off from the NWA. Right. Well, it, shit, he couldn't have, have that happen with the <laughs> NWA title. You know, this, yeah, is exactly. time, this guy's got our belt. <laughs> yeah. Because this is a time when the belts really meant something. Yeah. For so sure. it was dangerous. It was a very dangerous move and they had to, called Luthez mm-hmm. to actually go to New York. And it's a famous story. You know, Buddy Rogers finally agrees. He was kind of holding out. They didn't want to release the title because, you know, they were making this big power move. Sure. Luthez comes in. He They tie up in the middle of the ring, and he tells Buddy Rogers, we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. <laughs> oh. And Buddy did it the easy way, you know. Well, like you said earlier, Thez was a real hooker. Yes, so and he Buddy knew. Yeah. Buddy knew. He was like, no. Uh, 
we might have our differences, but I'm not fucking with you in the ring. Yeah, that's very really a lot of respect. Yeah, man, that's a lot of respect. Yes. But Buddy Rogers was the biggest draw for almost 20 years. CM, 20 years. That's amazing, man. Okay, that I mean really that's amazing. nuts. The records that this man held that were barely broken in the 80s. Okay. That's fucking nuts. I mean, yeah, you know that's incredible. Yeah, I mean he really established the WWE for. For Vince. Yeah. And then obviously with the loss to Bruno, that, you know, started off that. that it next. was because of Buddy Rogers' name. Right. That, and that's why that match is so legendary. Very so cool. Very, very, cool. very big. And also the first ever, you know, NWA and WWF champion. There's only been two other men that's had that distinction, which has been Ric Flair and AJ Styles. They're only awesome, two guys man. that have held the NWA and WWF title. Yeah, I mean that's an elite class. I did not know that. Yeah, there's only three guys that have done that. Yeah, so that's impressive. Very, Very impressive. impressive. Uh, my number three guys, Hulk Hogan. Obviously, mm -hmm. yeah, biggest draw of the '80s, most of the '90s, the greatest hero, the greatest villain to me, in my opinion, the greatest villain too, as well. Mm -hmm. Saved wrestling two times in the '80s and the '90s. Talk about twenty year runs. Twenty I think year runs. Another yeah, 20 year eight, run right yeah, from '84 to 2005, he was he headlined SummerSlam 05 with Shawn yeah. Michaels. So even then, yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna chime in here a little bit with you only because now we're gonna get into a little bit of overlap of. This is my number one. Okay. On my Mount Rushmore. Okay. Uh, I put Hulk Hogan up there okay. as well. Um, the resume is there. I know you. I know you yeah. got it, and I want, I want you to talk some more yeah. about that. But for me, it's again like you said. Uh, this is me as a little boy. Mm -hmm. This is me um, seeing this larger than life guy, oh, yeah. the twenty four inch pythons. Yeah. Yeah. Brother, say your prayers. Mm -hmm. Eat your vitamins. I mean, to me, like I said, there was. Um, in my life at that time, I was not the biggest Superman fan. I liked Superman. I knew the Superman was the man. I was like, but the, the top guy for me was like He-Man and Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. And if Hulk Hogan, if He-Man, I knew he was a cartoon, he wasn't real, but Hulk Hogan was the real deal. Yeah. You know what I mean, this is, yeah. again, my, my little boy mind where, where you know, there's no, you know, shooting and working. Wrestling was real. Dude, I can remember when Hulk Hogan got crushed by Earthquake. I oh, had yeah. like real tears yeah. in my eyes. I wrote him a letter, double A. <laughs> I got a postcard back. I had I held it for many years. To be honest with you, I may have it somewhere. If oh, I do find it, nice. I will post a picture of it very eventually. Nice. But if I do, and yeah, and, and looking at it now, you know, if I could, if I if I remember correctly, it was like a pre-printed. They probably printed a bit. Yeah, so I did. Awesome. I, I wrote a letter to him because I wanted him to get better because yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe that that had happened. You know, to Hulk Hogan, to my hero, whatever. <laughs> Again, seeing him fight Warrior at WrestleMania yeah. 6, he just was the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was the yeah. man. And then, of course, I got older and I saw him do the NWO stuff. Mm -hmm. And, I, of course, in my older, more, you know, teenage mind, I was like, hey, that's pretty damn cool or whatever. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I remember that you and your brother loved Hall and Nash, the outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I mm -hmm. like, when Hogan was there, I was like, oh, shit, I like Hogan. Yeah. So it's like, it's like a trio or whatever. We played the old WCW yeah. game on uh, Nintendo 64, yeah. and that's what we would do. We'd pick those yeah. guys, and we'd come down there and just kick ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, Hulk Hogan, uh, I had the distinction of meeting him. Yeah, awesome. Church's Chicken Promotion. Mm -hmm. You guys have seen me post that, that was weird. before. <laughs> yeah, random, totally random. Church's Beats Popeyes and Spicy Chicken. I was like, what the hell? I don't even know. I think they still do Spicy Chicken Churches. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay. but either way, Hulk Hogan came to San Antonio for promotion, and yeah. I got to, to shake his hand. Awesome. I got to picture, get a picture with him. Awesome. I got him to sign my and you can, Church's Chicken. You can hear that story, too, on uh, Tales from the Ring. Yeah, tell us, from the ring. Tell Listen us from the to ring. that yeah. story specifically. 
But um, for all those things, man, for the 80s, the promos, oh, yeah. the presents, I just was like, my gosh, this guy is so Six large. Foot eight, life. 300 yeah. pounds. Just yeah. so intimidating. Terry Bollea. Man, when I saw him in, in Rocky Three, yeah. you know what I mean? Thunder Lips. bigger he is in Stallone. Yeah, man. Oh, I mean, God. just the whole Dude. thing. You know what I mean? I was yes. like, man, this is like crazy. And, and in a sense, you were kind of seeing him as a bad guy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. man, I don't like that he played this role, yeah. man. Like when No Holds Barred came out, I thought that was the shit. Yeah, rip them, you know I mean? yeah, brother. Man, fighting Zeus. I was like, dude, this is like a good movie. <laughs> I mean, I just, uh, I just loved uh, Hulk Hogan, man. You know, I was, I was a, a fan through and through. I still have a Hulkamania T-shirt. Um, you know, so I mean, yeah, that for me yeah. is my, my number one on my route, Mount Rushmore, okay, cool. whatever. But, but what else you got? For okay, me? and finally, my fourth one. And I'm gonna give this a give you a little clue of my fourth horseman. <laughs> oh, Ray here Flair, we go. Here we go. The other nature. Blood. Hold up the four. Uh, again, uh, a main eventer for 25 plus years. Yep. The number one. You know, opposite Hulk Hogan, the mm -hmm. other guy on the end of the, the other end of the spectrum. You know, you had the two big guys, Hogan and Flair. Yeah. You know, that was the two guys you had. Uh, regarded by many as the number one wrestler ever um also again nwa wwf champion wcw champion uh this man has just main event he's beaten probably the most amount of hall of famers probably more than out of anyone this man faced everyone he's faced andre to hogan to luger to Brock to Rock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's fought in about maybe Shawn three, four generations of yeah, wrestlers. Exactly. From the old school guys, from the 70s to the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s. Mm -hmm. I mean, this man is, he was WCW. He owned the NWA. He was the man, you know? I associate that big gold belt, you know, yeah. the world heavyweight title yeah. with him. With I, I remember that in my youth being that. Like that's Ric Flair's belt. It's, that's the that's yeah. the other guy's belt because I was a WWF yeah. guy. And I got know. that replica. And for me, his name on there is the Holy Grail. That's yeah. because it, it looked weird. That's the version. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looked weird not seeing him with that big old belt around right. his waist. Even right. with Hogan wearing it, it looked weird that Flair wasn't holding it. But, you know, here's what I love about Flair. And I'm going to tell you right now. When okay. I want to round out my list, uh -huh. he's on the on – the, with the question mark next to him or whatever because – you know what? There's so many. There's so much great stuff there. Number one, I, I've told this story before, I think, but my dad said that my, my grandmother, my great grandmother, uh, who practically raised him, never cursed. Yeah. My grand, my grandmother, uh, uh, his dad's mom, and he goes, the only time that your your grandma would curse is when Ric Flair would come on <laughs> the TV <laughs> and she would say, oh, "God man. damn it, I hate that motherfucker." And really? I was like, "Holy shit!" I was like, "Grandma talk like that?" Like, what? He was like, "Yeah." He's like, "She hated Ric Flair big time." You know, if you look at the Rock's promos, it's almost what he said in the 80s. Mm -hmm. From you know how Rock would always say it's five hundred dollars shoot right shirt, his you right. know the pants, his shoes. I mean it's Flair, what Flair was describing. The limo riding, yeah. jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing. When he saw him, when he saw him see him, he just he looked like the main event. The the way he came across in his suits, his hair, mm -hmm. his glasses, the way he would strut in the ring when he knew he would get you. Yeah. He just was the man. I mean, you felt that aura. You you saw it. You no know? doubt. No doubt. I mean, it's it's hard not to deny Ric Flair being on Mount Rushmore. It, he has to be on there almost. He's yeah. just that great. I mean, shit, not even almost. I mean, like, it's a pretty much – I mean, like I said, his name came to my mind. Yeah. Although – 
the match that comes to my mind is probably his his quote unquote last match oh, with Shawn Michaels. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? But yeah. but again, I don't blame him because the guy had so much to offer. Yeah. But cat even even today, uh, you know, double A, the the youth knows Ric Flair. Exactly. I mean, dude, they just had the song, uh, the rap artist Twenty One Savage Offset. You know, called Ric Flair Drip. Yeah. Dude, Flair's in the video. Yeah. He's still dude, like these yeah. guys. Because you know what? Those promos are something you can put on and just watch promos are so iconic. Yeah. You know what just I mean? Just the promos alone. You know, alone. him telling you to look at his watch. Yes. You know what I mean? Him him getting in people's face. Yes. I mean, like him being dressed sharp. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. This guy was doing that before. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's yeah, he is like you said, dope. We had talked about the prototype before, the prototype for the rock mm -hmm. practically, you know what I mean? Is right there. I mean, it's like it's hard to deny Ric Flair for what he did just on that end. Now, now what would you say about his in-ring ability? Oh, great. Great. Uh, his matches with Steamboat were the benchmark mm -hmm. for the modern generation. Yeah. His trilogy with Steamboat. <laughs> uh, his hardcore match with Funk was way ahead of its time before ECW came along. Right. Uh, right. I laughed because I started thinking about his classic selling. You yeah. know what I mean? The classic yeah. oversell. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? It's like, I mean, when you want to... I mean, it's just so fucking great. But you know what's you funny, know? too? It's like, <laughs> there's this one video of him where... He's chopping Hawk, Road Warrior Hawk, mm -hmm. and Hawk's not selling it. <laughs> and he chops him like maybe four or five times. And then when he notices he's not hurting, he gets to his knees right away. <laughs> and like, oh my God, like, no. Like he knows where to go, yeah. right? The in ring, yes. the in ring, yes. ring generalship. Yes. I mean, Ric Flair, man, is, man, I I'm telling you, you got a very high, one of the first candidates i put like to like i need to round out it, my list see him he's probably the wrestler i've met the most i've met him about three or four times uh -huh. i just can't get enough i have so much rick flair stuff that i will want him i will keep signing you know let's signing. meet him again i said exactly. meet him again you know exactly. you know what we're gonna say it right here now in just another friday night podcast double a adam and adam and see <laughs> we were gonna meet rick flair again we're gonna get a picture together yeah. again and we're gonna get this one signed to yes. the just another friday yes. night podcast just for you guys, the yeah. Friday night is the Friday night. You people. can't deny the man. He's champion. Mm -hmm. He's United States champion. He's been an intercontinental. He's been a tag team. He's been in the United States. The man has fought, like I said, everyone that's past, present, dead, alive. He's yeah. fought them all. Right. I can't yeah. name another guy that's went through a whole list like Ric Flair. I had the honestly. distinct honor of meeting him as well uh, with my good buddy Albert, who did our does our intro music. Um Amazing experience. Uh, He's a great just guy. Cool guy. And, so and see nice. Him, see him. So on my belt, um, I have Ricky Steamboat on there. Mm -hmm. And his wife mentioned how great of a penmanship that Ricky Steamboat had. Well, he did his best. He did his damnedest when she said that to make his signature look better than Ricky Steamboat. I was like, God. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm so, I, I hated so badly that I didn't have anything really awesome for him to sign. I have a toy, like the kid's foam replica of the of the big gold yeah. belt yeah. uh he signed that for me though and i'm it's a treasure because his name is on it and he literally put 16 time woo on yeah, there because he said i have the rep the wwf title mm -hmm. the wing ingo title i have the nwa title the world heavyweight title. i will post these pics guys for you and, on instagram and i even had him sign the four horsemen dvd that's what nice. i'm saying this guy, when he comes, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna fucking meet him. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, would you even say that kind of, kind of the the founder of like the first oh, famous man. faction? Yes, the the hand, the, the yeah, board? the symbol, the hand I symbol. Mean, Everyone God, does something with their hands now. That faction was so deadly, which is also gonna be another one of my Mount Rushmore's mm -hmm. here. But man, so deadly to be the leader of that group. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and yeah. you're not and you're not the forest one without no. Ric Flair. And no. he read so many he, he no. read so many different incarnations of you it. You can have different incarnations, but you cannot have another one right. without Flair. Right. It's like it's like Kiss. You can't have Kiss without Gene Simmons mm. and Paul Stanley. Like you gotta have no, those sir. two guys. Nope. So very, very awesome. Flair, a, a huge top contender huge. for me. I pretty much think of him in my mind as as the 70s, although his con- career continued very long, um, you know, after. And I think of like in my mind as Hulk Hogan as the 80s. And then I come right to my next person on my real quick, Tim. Before you go, no, no. Uh, so respected was Ric Flair that in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated rankings, when after even Warrior won the heavyweight and the Intercontinental, he's still number two behind Ric Flair really? with the NWA title. Wow, that's how highly respected Ric Flair was. That even though Warrior had the two major belts and probably the biggest organization by that time, mm-hmm. Ric Flair was still seen as the number one guy. And, yeah, wow, that is so, amazing. Hey, yeah. And you know what else you could say about him? The man even birthed wrestling spawn, yeah. <laughs> his daughter, yes. Charlotte, who is a champion is now, multi-time, yeah. athletic, yeah. beautiful. I mean, this man's legacy literally it's is gonna live on. through wrestling. Yes. Yeah. You know, he was retired and literally couldn't retire because yeah. it's like yeah. he's too much a part of wrestling. You know what I mean? Look at the promo he does with Lethal. That's fucking funny on Impact. The oh, Woos, yeah. The Battle of the Woos. The Battle of the Woos. That's great. <laughs> okay, Sam, go ahead. No, 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 no. I just mean huge contender for me for Flair. That's whatever. my Mount Rushmore. So it's Lutez, Buddy Rogers, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. That's definitely That's my uh, Mount Rushmore. That is a huge Mount Rushmore with a lot of fucking history. Yes. Double and a. main eventers that... 20 plus years each of them. I mean, and guys that literally are the name amongst names yeah. in wrestling. Yeah. Um, so to bring me to my next guy, uh, really obvious. I got his t-shirt on right now and I'll give you a clue right here. Oh, uh, he oh. did this numerous times in and out of the ring. Here to glass. <laughs> it's your ass. That's your ass. That three, one, six. Give me a hell. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Stone cold, Steve Austin, Stone man. Cold. When when I had maybe lost a little bit of interest in wrestling, and I I didn't know how I was gonna get it back, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin showed me the oh, damn yeah. way because I was never a WCW guy, even though the mm-hmm. NWO stuff was starting to go on. I was kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Like I, I don't really know. I don't know the other guys enough. I know these guys that came okay. from WWF, but I don't know these other guys. And so, okay. but man, I start watching that Stone Cold stuff, man. The Austin three sixteen. I just can't say enough about how badass I thought Stone Cold was. And I'm going to tell you more about that right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. Thanks so much, guys, for hanging out uh, through that quick break. Uh, yeah. I do, but um, Stone Cold I'm talking about Stone Cold Steve Stone Austin. Cold already, Steve Austin. already cracked me a cold. Steve the Austin. biggest merchandise seller ever, the biggest draw ever in wrestling. I mean, what a great pick! That is a great pick. In his short main event time, mm-hmm. he broke so many records. I mean, that's. It's a great one. I love that pick of your CM. Thank you. And it's so funny to hear that, right? Because to me, it felt like this long it time. It felt like a long time. It felt time. like I was watching Stone Cold for it years did. after it years. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't get a damn enough. I mean, him 
you know, feuding with Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. him, you know, maybe dropping the biggest centers. yeah rivalry, maybe in wrestling. Maybe I mean, the hottest rivalry maybe I mean, ever. Double A, I've got him on the cover of TV Guides. Right. I've got him on the cover of, um, of magazines. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the guy was, I mean, you know, the Austin 316 shirt yeah. in my high school, dude, everybody freaking had simple one. Simple Austin 316 that became the biggest selling shirt ever. And, yeah. I mean, if you were to ask kind of like maybe a semi, you know, semi knowledgeable person, you know, a, a famous promo mm-hmm. or a, a quote or a wrestler, mm-hmm. they could easily probably toss out Stone Cold Steve oh, Austin yeah. because, you know what I mean? You know, and then, hell, how about this too? And now, as a podcaster or whatever, I mean, the yeah. guy's doing a hell of a job, too. And he's whatever, great. You know? I love his show. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, rivals were Bret Hart. Rivals mm-hmm. were Shawn Michaels. Those rivals iconic were matches. Yeah. With Mick Foley, with Undertaker, with Kane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, oh, my God, Triple H. He was Triangle. IC champion. He was tag team champion. Yeah. He was the world, uh, world heavyweight mm-hmm. champion or uh, WWF champion. I mean, million um, dollar champion too. Million dollar champion too. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, you talked about the matches with Brett. Famously, yeah. that was Mania, right? Yes, was Mania, it, uh, Survivor Series, Survivor Series, everywhere, SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah Mania with Sean. Yeah. The thing with uh, Mike Tyson being yes. in the ring, that's like a famous yes. whole thing. And then I always think about this is probably uh, my second favorite match of all time. But him and Rock uh, was it seventeen? Seventeen, the yeah. Houston one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I just was like, man, I'm like blown away man yeah. these are two guys like it was kind of like the vince and him stuff was done and then you get him and rock and it's almost like nothing's gonna match what him and vince were doing and they are like wait a minute now yeah, you got it, him it's like vince is like the kingpin and rock was like bullseye you know almost right. like that kind exactly of, like that was vince's number one guy to go up against austin physically mm-hmm. you know exactly yeah. he needed that guy yeah. and he and he didn't need vince you know uh, no. rock was his own no. voice and they're going at it and yeah. then there's that great uh, it's got to be. Is it seventeen or is it nineteen? It was seventeen, right? Seventeen is the where they're pretty much both in their peaks. Still, okay, you know. Okay, nineteen is that last one with Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. Mm, okay, and yeah. and so uh, you probably remember better than me, but which is the one where they use the Limp Biscuit song, the My Way, as the promo video? That's seventeen for Rock and Austin. Yeah. Even they both, I think, talk about it how they're just yeah. like this is that moment, like that that promo yeah. was so well done. They're like the guys in the truck to give them all the credit. Yeah. I I mean, double A. I had the VHS, the yeah. Austin three sixteen. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. I think I still have it. Yeah. I would take it to school, and in my newspaper class, when my when our advisor was out, uh, Miss P. Shout out to Miss P. Uh, <laughs> she'd be out of the room. Me and my good buddy Ryan Ryan Petkoff. Shout out to Ryan over at the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Uh, <laughs> would um, put this on. We'd watch it. She'd walk in and be like, where did I watch? Like, oh, just watch the rest of it. And she'd be like, all right, as long as there's no swearing. And then you've got Stone Cold swearing every oh, other damn. five minutes. And she's like, you guys are going to have to take that off. And we'd be like, all right. And she'd walk out of the room again. We'd just keep on watching it. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, dude, it was just so badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Him walking around with no shirt, still got the gold chain. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Telling JR he needs yeah. to take off his black felt hat. I mean, the guy was just a badass. The BMF walk. He talked yeah. about the BMF walk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool story about the gold chain. That was given to him by Brian Pillman. No and shit. he wore that in honor of Brian Pillman. He said he always wore it. So that was their thing from the Hollywood Blondes. So, I didn't know yeah, that. So it, it's one of his DVDs, uh, Stone Cold Truth. Uh, he mentions how that he loves that necklace. He still has it. He still wow. wears it in honor of Brian Pillman. That is so, very cool. Yeah. I didn't know. I yes. learned something today yeah. right now about, yeah. about one of my but all-time choice, favorites. Stone Cold. Heavyweight. Super love heavyweight. Love Stone Cold. Name. Love Stone Cold. Okay. So, so you got two. You got Hogan and Stone Cold. I got two. Those were easy. Okay. Really easy for okay. me. Okay. I had a hard time, and I've okay. still got a list. And you're still – we're still – I think by the end of this talk, we're going to – you've – 
you know, you've given me enough, I think, maybe. But uh, a guy I thought about, and maybe it's controversial okay. because maybe not really a wrestler, but okay. Vince McMahon. Junior? Vince McMahon Jr. Vincent yeah. Kennedy McMahon. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The I mean, man with the grapefruits, the balls like grapefruits. The balls like the size of grapefruits. <laughs> He's going to puke. He's going to puke. Uh, um, I mean, obviously, probably the greatest wrestling promoter ever. Maybe the greatest heel character ever. Um, maybe the hottest ever feud ever. Um, I mean, what about, I mean, we're talking about a wrestling Mount Rushmore, double A. Did anyone do more to bring it to yeah, what it is today? That's what I'm saying. He got he gave us the rock and wrestling, the golden era of mm-hmm. Hogan. He mm-hmm. gave us the new generation. He gave us the attitude era, uh, the ruthless aggression. I mean, he broke up the territories, which some people might say was bad, but maybe uh, it was going to happen eventually. It was happen. Yeah, and he brought everything under one house. He took it from that old style that wasn't appealing anymore and he gave it lights right he gave it characters right he gave you guys that popped out from the comic books and onto your tv characters man yes. guys like the undertaker yes. guys like hulk hogan rock these bigger personalities that you know that you just don't get he gave us wrestlemania he yeah. created pretty much you could say the super bowl of wrestling oh you know what yeah I mean? like, you don't even need a main eventer anymore for yeah. wrestlemania it, yeah. it's become that big right. where it's it's on its own yeah it doesn't mania matter who's on the card mm-hmm. people just want to go to mania for sure yeah. for sure it's an event until it's itself. become that now you so. know the man used to have a restaurant in times square and, and i know he might not really think of him in ring but i just feel like his overall contributions if you were going to you know, if you're going to look at uh, a mountain with the faces of the wrestlers on there, you know, uh, I can't help but not think about, like, Vince is a is an iconic guy. He's known. He's a guy that, you know, people recognize or whatever, and you can't help but admire oh, yeah. all the things that he's done. Yeah. I, I can remember I used to make my own, uh, like, a top ten list of people, like, mm-hmm. I kind of looked up to, Double A, and some of the people I would think about would be, like, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I would think about Hugh Hefner. Because okay. <laughs> I was like, here's, like, a self-made oh, guy, did. editor. Yeah, you know, Stan did. Lee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would think about, like, guys like, you know, George Lucas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, these mm-hmm. are these are people that... Pretty much people that created their own worlds, almost. Their own brands, yes. right? Yeah. And I would always think about yes, Vince. Yeah. I would be like, man, this guy really is, like, the yes. in many ways, the kind of the father of wrestling or, or the... The architect of wrestling, whatever you it want is. to call him. Yeah. Everything that they do, everyone tries to follow him. Sure, sure. Or everyone tries to compete with. Yeah. He's that guy. And yeah. we agree that it's like you might have worked for him and not liked it. You might have not worked for him. But but there's guys that have never done it mm-hmm. that you still want to have that, well, what we say, yeah. WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Because it's like, you it's know. Be, even that's become like a phrase. You want to have a WrestleMania moment. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, even yeah. if I'm a guy like Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks, yeah. it's like I'm like, you know what? I, I tell people all the time, I wouldn't call it selling out. What I would do is I would try to sign a one-year contract. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, let me have a match at Mania. Let me go off. Yeah. And then I'll go back to doing my own thing, and it'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the last thing that Vince has to do is kind of swing the door open at Mania and say, hey, you want to come over and to play? Play in my yeah. sandbox? Come and play. I'll let you play for one yeah. night only. To make I mean, ultimate main. That would yeah. be – and he, and at any moment, he could do that. Yes, he can. He, as, as, once he opens They'll that door, come. think people aren't going to come? Not I just mean, that, but the wrestlers will come too. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, in a heartbeat. People would die to see Kenny yes. Omega versus AJ Styles yes, at Mania at right Mania. now. I would yeah. – shit my pants yes. to see that you yes. know what i mean it'd be incredible so uh you know for me i just 
I I I just think I think I put him on my on my Austin, mountain right there. Austin, you know what I mean, I, okay. maybe I put him and Austin face to face where they're Ooh. like pissed off at each other. What about know? Hogan? <laughs> him, and, him and Austin uh, and I, Hogan. I put Hogan in the higher the high yeah. position there. You know what I mean? I don't know, but um, but it brings okay. me to my 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 last spot. Okay. Double A. I I need help. I need help. I got okay. I got a little list here. I got okay. names, and I'm telling you, Flair was right there with me because, like I said, to me, he represents the '70s. Um, almost the 80s you know, too. Yeah, almost the 80s the as look, well. Yeah, yeah, the glitter, everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I also think about Hogan, mm-hmm. kind of overshadow a little bit in the 80s, okay. and I think of Stone Cold for the 90s. Okay. Now, one guy whose name that came to me was if I was like, well, well, who was next? Who was in the 2000s? You know what I mean? It's like you know, I thought about one of the guys I thought about was kind of carried a little bit over was The Rock. Ah. I love The Rock. I the love most his- electrifying man in sports entertainment. But here's my thing. If I'm putting him on my Mount Rushmore, it's rock with the chops, the oh, sideburns. It has to be. The, the big when, sideburn rock was the best rock. See him. When, he, when the other guy would talk and he'd put his hand in front of him and then he'd go, the people are chanting the rock's name. <laughs> and the, you got 20,000 people chanting his name just like that. I'm telling you, man. Oh, my goodness. When that most electrifying DVD God came out of me. his, me and my dad got that. I tell my dad, you got to watch just this section. Just, it's just the yeah, promos. Just the promos. And promo. we're just, and my dad to this day is like, my name's Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I tell what your name is. I mean, dude, guys at school calling each other yeah. jabronis. You know jabroni. what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah. this was like a word, a word that Hogan said he used. That was like, this was like behind the scenes, like a word just the boys and <laughs> wrestlers use. But Rock made it like, nah, this is like an insult for yeah. everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? But yeah. the promos, man. The, the I, I'm a huge fan. Double A, you know this of the deadly combination of mic skills oh. and in ring ability. Yeah. I mean, there was a time when The Rock could do Huracaranas. Yeah, he could oh, yeah. do. Yeah. you know, Rocky uh, Maivia era. Yeah, yes. I, I, you know, your brother always remembers, and we all saw the land the SmackDown DDT. Mm-hmm. He would literally like yeah. swing his body around yeah. your back, mm-hmm. and then DDT huge great athletic, fantastic. Yeah. I wish he. Yeah. I wish somebody else would be doing yeah. that damn move. It's yeah. a great ass move. It mm-hmm. looks. Fucking cool, you know. The Samoan drop, the people's Samoan, elbow, everything, man. Rock in the old video games, he had all those moves, mm-hmm. and when you had the rock, I mean, you were kicking some major mm-hmm. ass. Yeah. But a uh, big sideburn rock, I mean, my yeah. favorite rock. The 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 member of the nation who mm-hmm. then became, you know, the corporate. leader of the nation. That the yeah. corporate leader you know? of the nation, leader of corporation. Uh, yeah, feuds, amazing feuds with obviously Stone Cold, Undertaker, mm-hmm. Kane. A huge feud with Triple H. Yep. Uh, Mick, yeah, you know, I mean, this guy had met great matches with everyone, all the bigs, and then to co- to leave and then come back, yeah, you know, go find success yeah. elsewhere, or whatever, and mm-hmm. then come back and then do it again, and then yeah, you know what? Maybe those him and Cena, you know, uh, promos weren't the best. The Rock was rusty; it wasn't the same Rock, you know, but still good. It still looked great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It still rock. had the electricity. It's the the rock. Dro- yeah, yeah, dude. I pay to go see The Rock just do his damn entrance right now. Yes. This is so damn yes. cool. You know what I mean? The yeah. Rock is going to always be The Rock. I mean, so that is a huge contender for me for my last spot. Okay. Um, also, a man you talked about earlier, Ric Flair. We don't need to rehash it, no. but obviously I can appreciate all his contributions. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that he could easily be done. A guy we didn't talk about, though, that I think, man, if you think wrestling, and I think how fucking cool would it be to see a big-ass hat on a Mount Rushmore but the damn Undertaker, Ooh, man. Taker. I mean, not a lot to be said in ring, maybe. But no, nope, no, no, no. The guy, the guy can get it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's shown it. 
uh, you, it takes two CM. Oh yeah. It, it doesn't matter about you know what a lot of people say. It takes two to tangle, and you're as good as your partner. And he makes a lot of people look great. Yes, he in does. The, now, you know, why I thought about him so much. Double is because I'm like, I like his matches. Mm-hmm. I like what he does. I like yes. the way he moves. Mm-hmm. I like the way how he is. A big man's big man. And to hear that story, right? He tells that one time when he says he tried to do some type of drop kick or something, and someone said to him, Don't don't ever do that yeah. again. Like you're yeah. a big guy. You're a big guy. You're not supposed to do that. Right. You're not right. supposed to sell. Blah, you know, blah, blah. And yeah. and now, you know, now things are changed. It's not the yes. same no more. But but, yeah. but I mean, that did add to him yes. and made him kind of what he was. Yes. I mean, I think about gray gloves, purple gloves, yeah. tinker. I yeah. mean, I think about just like when that music, man, that yeah. entrance. I'm like, wow, what what a damn guy right there. I mean, like the Undertaker, you know, when the streak became the streak because of him. You know what I mean? This- I love Taker, but I would say maybe no, because he was never really the number one guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only thing I would say about Taker. I love Taker. Yeah. Uh, again, another guy that's probably went through the rock and wrestling, the new generation, the attitude, the ruthless aggression. The PG era and still going. Yeah, still uh, going. but just still, had a match, the the boneyard match with AJ. Yeah, and, you know but, it's like uh, again, like I said, not the number one guy that Vince went to. Uh, I get you. You know, so that's why I, I would you. say maybe not him. Yeah, and I love Taker. So yeah. I mean, I definitely say if I had a list of a top ten or maybe yeah. even a top five, maybe Taker is is in that yeah. top five. If he's not, he's in that top ten for sure. Yeah. Because I just think that he just uh, he personifies in a sense to me a lot of what like. A wrestler is and what wrestling oh, yeah. is. He's oh, like yeah. almost one of the last of like it's a he's, character. He's the last character I would say. See yeah. him. Everyone else uses their damn regular name. name I'm know. in my black trunks. Yeah. I'm trying to be this almost like I feel like almost like a stone cold type character. I'm like, yeah. dude, don't, like don't that's you have any of, fucking personality. Yeah, like, like that's when I hate it that they took like uh, Daniel Bryan's, you know, name, right. the American Dragon. Right. I wish they kind of would have kept that. I mean, yeah. it's something, yeah. you know, for, I mean, sure. Yeah. for sure. But even then, we know that Bryan really wasn't. There wasn't a character. No, it was no, just, no, you're still no, just a guy. No, no, you know what I mean? Like, no, it, you know, it, yeah, everyone's just certain. The Taker's the dead man. Yeah, exactly. You know, the dead man. He's the phenom. Yeah, you know, the you're phenom. like, shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, there's things you know that he's going to do in a match. Yes. You know, he's going to roll the ice. He he's going to sit yes. up. He's going to climb, walk that top, top rope. And you're like, you're going to go nuts. He's going to turn on the lights when he's hanging. Yes. You know, dude, the shit yeah. with him and Kane yes. that they had like this, their the own Inferno story match. and their yeah. dad, Paul mm-hmm. Bearer and like yeah. the power of the urn. The I mean, urn. I'm like, yeah. I, I miss that, man. Yeah. Like to it me, is. that's like a part that's of what's wrestling, missing. You know? Yeah. It's missing a lot of wrestling too. I, I feel like how cool would it be to fucking see like the Undertaker in a place like, like Lucha, Lucha yeah. Underground. Right. And then yeah. you're like, oh my yeah. God, well, like Mil, the Mil ultimate Moetis, being, you know. Right. That would have oh, been yeah. cool. Mil yeah. Moetis. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Him at Pentagon? Exactly. Oh my yeah. God. That, that would have been great. Down. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, so it's hard for me not to, not to, I think of him really up there. Oh, yeah. Him, but yeah. And TM, this is your. Oh, yeah. Rap. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? But but again, I'm I'm looking to okay. the Friday Night Faithful. I'm looking to my podcasting partner okay. here. A little bit help. So another guy I think about, uh, Shawn Michaels. Oh. HBK, man. man the showstopper. Ooh. You know, Mr. WrestleMania. Again, double A, that deadly combination for me, man. I love it when a guy can talk, when he can, you know, he's got a look. Yes. You know, he's got, yeah. you know, Sean was the heartbreak kid. You know what CM, I mean? CM, it didn't matter what was on other, was on WCW. When he was main eventing on Raw, I would watch it. Mm-hmm. I would put the damn remote down and mm-hmm. watch him. His matches with, you got him matches with uh, guys like Owen, with British Bulldog. 
with Nash, with Taker, with Stone Cold, with, you know, Bret Hart. It doesn't matter who mm-hmm. the guy was. You're going to get a damn good match. Whoever you put in front of Shawn Michaels, yeah. who, however small, however big, you're going to get a damn good match. Vader, someone like Vader? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mick, a hardcore match? Okay, sure. Someone with Undertaker, the first time in the Hell in the Cell? Okay. You need a guy to participate in the first ladder match? Shawn Michaels? Yep. You know, you need someone to set that benchmark. You got Shawn Michaels. It's that factor you said about Taker, too, right? You need it's You're as good yes. as your partner. But yes. guess what? There are certain guys mm-hmm. that are going to say, no matter what, I'm not gonna look bad. Yeah. So I'm gonna make you look good. Yes. I'm gonna put your shit mm-hmm. over. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna help you get over. And I'm also gonna let you get your shit in. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna. I'm still gonna do my things, whatever. But how about when he hits that turnbuckle and yeah. he goes over the top? And he's, yeah, one of the great bump dudes, the guy that can take a bump. Man, you know Shawn Michaels, which ended his career kind of yeah. early at first. Yeah. At you know? first. But what a comeback, right? What, what a, a triumphant story, man. What a great you know what I mean? I mean, till till the end. With Taker, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, and what a more perfect end. Yeah. It, talk about going out on top. Man. It's like, I'm going to yeah. go out on top, you know? You know, Rumbles, when you think Rumbles, you think about that one here in San Antonio when it was just him and Taker. They're both on the floor. People are going ape shit. They're going boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. You get Undertaker doing his up, you know, his rising up. And then you got Sean doing the nip up. And uh-huh. you're just like, holy fuck. Man. You're about to see maybe a five, 10 minute match, but oh, yeah. it's going to be, you're, you're going to remember this rumble just for that ending. Dude, that you know, to me is, that was awesome. Incredible. And of course my all time favorite match, Shawn Michaels versus the undertaker mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 25. I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. I can yeah. watch it again and again. Um, so definitely Sean is on there. And then my last guy on my short list here, but you know, we'll just talk about him briefly, but I put John Cena on there. John Cena. Because I just said, man, what, Contributions that this guy has to wrestling in the end. Maybe the last major single star WWE's had mm-hmm. so far. Mm-hmm. Um, main event guy for 10 plus years, which is unheard of. Mm-hmm. You always going to get a response. Love, hate. Love, hate, love that. But yeah. you know what? The crowd makes his matches feel so much more epic. Right. Um, right. This, the mic skills. Again, you know yeah. me. I love that. I love the Dr. Thergonomics. Yeah. I also love the the kind of like the soldierly Captain yeah. America type Hustle, persona loyalty respect, respect. absolutely man um, and, and how did he play, how did he, a measure of you is how you deal with how the crowd is yeah. after you okay we're hating you we're shitting on you yeah. but he's still going still yeah because you know what that's something that uh, Roman couldn't mm-hmm. handle very well right I don't think so um, Cena is like yeah bring it on right you know right you know making jokes about it. I might do a little heel turn yeah. spinning his heel yeah. in the ring you know. Double A, if I ask my six-year-old nephew to name me a wrestler, who's your wrestler? He'll, put, he'll say John Cena. He'll, that's what I'll say. Because yeah. he's just like, you know, that's who I See, know. That's you know what? Know. It's funny. I'm not a, like a big fan of Cena. I mm-hmm. like Cena. But you know what? He You can always depend on his matches being enjoyable. Right. Very enjoyable. Right. I think about him versus Punk at Money in the Bank. Punk? A great Edge. punk rival. Mm-hmm. AJ? Edge? Oh, great stuff with Edge. Yeah, AJ matches? <laughs> just Edge cutting promos on him. Just yeah. being there like, I hate John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're just yeah. like. He so well knew how to play mm-hmm. off what Cena's character was doing or what's going on yeah. with his character. And it's like you need a guy like Cena to create that polarizing mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. You know, so I definitely think about John Cena. Okay. 
Okay. But um, at the end of the day, we've only got room for four. Four. On the, on so there. you got your three for sure. So mm -hmm. You just need that last I That day. last guy on there. And you know what? Um, I'm going to go with a pick out of my heart because I think at the end of the day, like you said, it's, yours. it's your pick, yes. guys. Well, whoever's on your Mount Rushmore, guys, we want to hear it. Yeah. Talk about it on our Facebook group. Uh, the Friday Night Faithful, named after you guys. You can find it on Facebook. Uh, hit us up on Instagram about it. Hit us up on Twitter about it. But I'm going to say it right here, right now. I want to go with a guy from San Antonio, Texas, HBK, HBK, the heartbreak kid, the leader, the original leader of D-Generation mm -hmm. X, yes. um, a man that just knew how to put together a match, a ring awesome. general, a very much a general, a great champion. Yeah. And, and you know what, guys, without injury, what more could that oh, career have been? That whole attitude era. Golly. Man, we could have had so oh. much more with him and Austin, I think. Him and just, Austin. Him gosh and Ross. dang. You know what I mean? Golly. It's almost like you're thinking about what you lost out on and how great you know it would have been. But, you know, mm -hmm. obviously, you know, as I'm sure that Sean would agree, God has a plan. You know what I mean? And uh, hey, you yeah. know what? It helped out Triple H, too. Right. He ended yeah. up becoming a, a Big star himself, so absolutely, and maybe even leading Triple H into the life he has now yeah. and creating NXT, yeah. and yeah. now Sean working with NXT. Yes, he right? is. He is a back. big mentor. Adam Cole says that it's fucking crazy to think that mm -hmm. he's getting mentorship from Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I mean, so he's there. He's working with them. He's working with the psychology. And who better? Yeah, there's better. no one else better. I mean, yeah, you, no I one mean, else you better. Know, uh, say what you will about Sean in his later years, and the you know. Uh, going his different life path that he yeah. took whatever it took away from some of the more you know dirty sean the mm -hmm. raunchy character so be it i know it helped him in his personal life and that's mm -hmm. great and um i think what really he understood the best is like you said double a the psychology of wrestling oh, yeah. the in-ring generalship your presence if he's working with a guy like cole cole is going to continue yeah. to be a huge yeah. star because yeah. He's got all those other things. Like yeah. He's like a young Shawn Michaels or whatever. And you got to yeah. go there. I loved him since the Rocker stuff. Mm -hmm. That was like probably the, one of the first tag teams I liked Very right exciting. alongside yeah. yeah, Demolition and LOD yeah. in the 80s. So for me, that was like, that was awesome to be like, you know what I mean? Uh, Shawn Michaels, that moment at the barbershop broke my Ooh. heart. Ooh. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my gosh, learning about him and Brett and that rivalry and the whole screw job. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, this is so fucking intriguing. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and of course, always cool to me that, you know, although this is not where he was born, like myself, this is his hometown yeah, and yeah. that's like me too. So I'm like the San Antonio guys, you know, Sean's a person. I've seen Sean at a gun show before, <laughs> you know, at a distance, I did not bother him, but at a distance, <laughs> I've had the pleasure of meeting him. Um, he didn't seem too happy the second time I met him in yeah. the same day, but you know, uh, yeah. either way, it was still very cool for me, yeah. a very much memorable enjoyable experience mm -hmm. and he uh again is the one of the main components in one of my favorite match in my favorite match of all time you know what i mean nice. so for me i'm gonna put it up there stone cold steve austin hulk hogan uh vince mcmahon, vince McMahon and hbk sean michaels the heartbreak kid <coughs> nice i like it with the long hair i like no it. short hair sean i like it i like it <laughs> yeah so uh Final thoughts. What else you got? Uh, real quick, just throwing these out for maybe uh, some of the older fans. Uh, for my NWA Mount Rushmore, I put mm. Harley Race, Ric Flair, mm -hmm. Luthez, and Dusty Rhodes. Nice. Uh, Gotta have those guys. Yeah. Dusty. I, I was thinking about Harley earlier when you talked about uh, how respected Luthez was. Yeah. 
uh, but I always hear so many stories. Harley Race dominate the seventies. Yeah, Harley yeah. Race. These people were were afraid of him, man. Yes. They were like they he were was a legit him. tough guy, big time. Uh, for WCW, I got Ric Flair, Sting, Lex Luger, and Goldberg. I Ooh. think those are the four that you think of when you think of WCW. Very nice. Very for nice. WWF, WWE, WWF, whatever you want to say. <laughs> I got Bruno, Hogan, Austin, and Cena. Those are my four pillars for WWF. Great picks, man. Uh, ECW, I got Taz, RVD, Tommy Dreamer, and the Sandman. Ooh, nice. So, no Sabu. No Sabu. No I Sabu. think these guys are what really represents okay. ECW. Okay. No Shane Douglas. No. The franchise. No, not, a, not over Taz, not over RVD, not yeah. over Dreamer. I, I, I over think Sandman. of those guys when I think of yeah. ECW. Those guys come right to mind. Uh, for you really older fans, for AWA. Vern Gagnia, Nick Bockwinkle, Ooh. Kurt Henning, and Larry Sabisco. Nice. Uh, my manager's list. I got Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh, I yeah. think it's just the ultimate manager. The weasel. J.J. Uh, Dillon, manager of the Four Horsemen. Mm -hmm. uh, you had to be a real asshole to lead those assholes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I can respect that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Oh, man. Hey, he you. managed yeah, everyone. Baby. Yeah, Hogan, Honky. Uh, Great guy. Had the pleasure meeting him. Same here. And I put Paul Heyman, uh, Dangerous Alliance, leader of a managed Brock Lesnar, managed uh, Sabu. What promo work, man. Promo. What, uh, Everything you can ask for a manager, Paul Heyman's got. Yeah, talk about another asshole, another weasel, yeah, probably exactly. in real life and not. I think, he, I think according to Chris Jericho, he still owes him money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ring of Honor. And I'm putting this to see him because they're already uh, they're going in two decades. Oh, man. Samoa, love, love Samoa Joe. Yeah. Uh, Brian Danielson. Uh, Jay Lethal and CM Punk. Yes, I got those guys. That is one hell of a fucking exactly. Mount Rushmore, right exactly. there. I like that Ring of Honor. Samoa Joe just really helped establish Ring of Honor. Brian Danielson was considered the best wrestler in the world during mm -hmm. his run. Mm -hmm. CM Punk really made his mark in wrestling with Ring of Honor. And um, who was I, I said? Um, Jay Lethal. Oh, Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal. He oh, really helped that, carry the well, Ring still, of Honor. to this day. After I mean, all those guys left, yeah. Jay Lethal really. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And, and you know what? Every single one of them, incredible in oh, ring, yeah. Yeah. Uh, went on to WWE, except yeah. Jay Lethal, yeah. and still yeah. incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say if you were going to do it, you know, now you would put the Briscoes there with Jay Lethal. I would and, put Jay. You know, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, TNA again, they're going on 20 years or impact now. Is it just impact? Impact now, now. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, AJ Styles, mm -hmm. Samoa Joe, mm -hmm. Kurt Angle. Um, uh, mm -hmm. I think that's the guys who really helped carry TNA to where no Christian, no, no Christian, no, because okay. Kurt Angle, I would say, had an actually better career no. right. here at Impact than he did in WWE. Interesting, he Interesting. fought many more. Guys, that's a great list too. Jared, I know because obviously they're pretty much yeah, the, he's the, the founder, founder. Yeah, you know, so yeah. Uh, my women's wrestlers. Uh, Ooh, I'm excited. I put China, yeah. just too much influence. Undeniable. Uh, Sable kind of helps reestablish the women's division mm -hmm. again. Trish, just nice. you know, went from a manager to a really badass wrestler who's considered by many to be the best wrestler mm -hmm. of this generation. Mm -hmm. And Lita. Who the hell could you see a woman doing all those moves that she did? Uh, incredible. An integral part of Team Extreme. Yeah. I mean, just loud pops, flips, her karanas. What other woman mm. can you say I had? I did think that? I remember her coming out with S.A. Rios, S.A. Rios on Sunday Night Heat. Blowing him away. Blowing him away. Yeah, but she became this the moves. Uh, her and Trish main evented, you know, Mania. So yeah. that's cool. Uh, my tag team, Steve. Um, I picked the Road Warriors. 
the yeah. only team to win in uh, tag belts in NWA, AWA, and WWF when Got all him. those teams were super hard divisions. Right. Uh, Steiner Brothers, nice. champions in WWF, WCW, New Japan. Nice. Um, Dudley Boys, tag team champions in WWF, ECW, TNA, New Japan, and NWA. Very nice. Hardy Boys, tag team champs in WWF, TNA, ROH, the only team to win all those three belts. Ooh, oh, and, yeah, and all those teams, I picked these teams because they've been together probably for over 20 years, mm. each of these teams. Mm. Okay, Dudley's were in the 90s. Uh, Hardys, 90s, still team up occasionally, even though they're not together anymore. They right. still teamed up. Yeah. Steiner Brothers, 80s and 90s. Road Warriors, 80s, 90s. So these are longevity teams that I picked that went to other federations and dominated those teams. I love your list. Uh, I probably, and it's only in my own mind, I lose the Steiners, and I'm going to say, maybe controversial, the Young Bucks. Oh, okay. I love the Young Bucks. Okay. And you know what? If, if the Briscoes moved around, I'd include them too, but they didn't move around as much as the Bucks. Anyway. Ring of Honor in Japan. Right. And honestly, Young Bucks, they didn't win Impact titles. Yeah, they've true. only been Ring of Honor in New Japan champs. Yeah. So it's kind of that's why I didn't put them there. Um, but contributions are the tag team. I would very say, big. You know? Very big. Probably right. the best tag team mm -hmm. in this generation. Maybe even uh, now. You oh, know, yeah. Yes, say, for sure. Now. You know? No, they are yeah. the team. Yeah, now. So that's my other list. That I had here. Okay. Okay. Great. For Man. Mount Rushmore. Excellent list. Yeah. You know, see, so guys, you can always count on Double Day to bring the real heat <laughs> with the wrestling talk right there. And there it is. I would have to probably sit down and take another little bit of time to think about who I have on all those lists for my personal self. We'll have to bring that back in another episode. But for right now, I got one more thing to say. Okay. Uh, real quick before we do end it. Oh, okay. Uh, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to name factions. In my, oh. This is my last Mount yeah, Rushmore. You got to. Uh, Four Horsemen. I think who I think is the ultimate faction. Um, Definitely. Dangerous Alliance. It was uh, Paul Heyman's group. That leader was Rick Rude. Mm -hmm. You had Stone oh. Cold. Uh, you had Arn Anderson. Nice. You had Bobby Eden from Midnight Express, and you had Larry Sabinsko. Uh, all major fucking heels. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, so that was a great group. And NWO, of course. Absolutely. And last but not least, Bullet Club. Very cool. So I think are those are the four factions that I think are my Mount Rushmore factions. I almost want to say you gotta like throw a logo up there and see so you can yeah. you know represent yeah. whatever. For me, I would probably put DX. Okay. Um I don't know who I would take out. I, I love that dangerous alliance group. That's it, but I'd probably have the least knowledge of them. So for me, it would probably be them out and DX in okay. me personally. Uh, and of course these places first are you putting them together or you have a for DX? Uh, um, you know, I just think of it as the group, the various okay. incarnations, okay. right? Because, okay. you know, like Bullet Club, who do you really say? There's not one particular lineup, right? I mean, no, it's got to no. be like, you know, no. I think that the AJ years were great, yeah. but the, the Finn years are the originators. The AJ, the Omega. Then, yeah, the Omega years, obviously, very cool, too. Kind of what maybe brought I, us into I that. almost went Heenan family, but mm. but it was just it was too all over the place. There were never really one group. Right. Really. So right. that's why I kind of left the Heenan family out. It wasn't like these other groups. Like when one yeah. guy would get beat, you'd have all these other guys running in to <laughs> save him. You know, you yeah. really didn't have, have that with Heenan family. You know, that's so. what's missing you know, about factions. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I thought of the nation too, but it was kind of like maybe short-lived yeah. yeah. and like, yeah. you know, while they had the they rock. Didn't really, I didn't think they had that much of an impact though. Like I think Ford Horseman did or right. AWO Bullet Club. You yeah. Know? And like I said, I think I just love Dangerous Alliance because you had – you know, oh, Rick Root, who oh, I yeah. think is just the ultimate 
fucking heel. Right. And then you had Stone Cold. So yeah. I was just like, well, man, Austin Wheeler wasn't wrestling at that time in ECW, was he? Was he? No, this WCW. Oh, WCW. Yes. That's right. Okay. Yes, that's, yes, right. That's, yes. right. Yeah. And he had a major feud going on with Steamboat at this time. Nice. So, yeah. So, very nice. Man. Yeah. So, yeah. this yeah. is hard, when Stone Cold was really uh, an integral part of WCW yeah. before the Hogan regime came in right. and kind of regulated him to lower card status. This is before he got injured and went to that ECW. Yeah, but he was already on the way down because Hogan mm-hmm. came in. And right. Yeah, well, they pushed him down. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even Flair got pushed down. WCW wasn't trying to build their own talent. They no. were really happy no. to just buy out the, no. the good people. See, so, yeah, I had a lot of fun with this talk. Yeah. I love talking about Orange Morts. This is kind of something I've been wanting to talk to you since episode one. For sure. Uh, I'm like your pick. I mm-hmm. really love it. It's very unique. Yeah. Very, very unique. Man. I love it. I feel the same way about yours, man. What a what a um, a pick of Mount Rushmore with history, with legacy yeah, to it, yeah. with real. Yeah. I, I feel like your Mount Rushmore double A is a Mount Rushmore that wrestlers would look at and say, "Absolutely, I agree ah, with that." Okay. So that's a, it's it's one thing to look at it as a fan. It's one thing to really look at it as a real wrestling kind of historian and real um, you know fan of of the product as a whole thing and not just what's on tv you yeah, know what i mean from yeah, way back when yeah. so i mean very very impressive and trust me yeah because you know i love sean i love oh, Bret yeah. Hart. you know those two guys i'm sure my, it was hard for you too yeah. to narrow it down because yeah, those two guys i love brett i can see just as many Bret Hart matches i can see Shawn michaels matches those two are my guys right there right so not having them it hurt but you know it's yeah. like you know i get you now yeah. i get you i like the idea of a tag team mount rushmore with like you know You've got like eight heads up yeah, there. Eight you know? heads. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, man, this is like a huge yeah. mountain. You know what I mean? Yeah. But hey, um, no, man, I, I loved it too. Uh, always love to talk wrestling. Yeah. Gives me a chance to put on one of my many wrestling tees and come out here and talk. You know, like I said, what I, I guess what I love about wrestling so much, you know, double uh, A is that, you know, it reminds me of that time. Like it's something I like since I was a little mm-hmm. boy to now. And I always approach it with just a, uh, I just sit down and and enjoy it. Yeah, it doesn't involve much thought. I don't got to be, you know, thinking too much about whatever. And I know that there's all kinds of groups and Mm -hmm. chats and reddits and this and that about the other. You know, I don't don't really care. I I know that they have lives outside the ring and I know that their their lives are under microscopes Mm -hmm. and not all of them live the most, you know, savory lives and make mistakes too. Hey, just like any one of us, but Mm -hmm. we don't have a microscope on us, but I'm just talking about the way it made me feel when I watched it on TV at the Mm -hmm. time, I was just like, wow, this is a larger than life thing. You know, the closest thing we get to superheroes is like a wrestler. You know what I mean? Yes. The the big Jack muscles, the things they do in the the ring, things they do, you know, and then, you know, they can take a chair shot. You know what I mean? (laughs) And you're just like, no normal guy. That would be probably kill him. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, so for me, it's, that's what I think about when yeah. I'm watching, you know what I mean? Yeah. So from watching Hogan on the cartoon version to <laughs> TV to, you know, Austin kind of being like my teen years, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? HBK was always like the San Antonio guy, but the guy I knew that in the ring was really oh. making magic yeah. happen. Yeah. And then, of course, to me, I would say almost like the puppet master over it all, the orchestrator, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. And again, like I said, for, for me, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of it is the, kind of goes back to that list I used to have in my mind or whatever of guys that just kind of made it on their own. You know, on that list, I didn't say this also, but I would also put Oprah Winfrey on that list, a person that built their own brand, Mm -hmm. built themselves, which is what we're doing here. It's just another Friday night podcast. But um, anything else? Final words before? Looks like you said, guys, hit us up. Tell us your Mount Rushmore. I know you're probably not going to like mine and CNs, but you know what? That's fine. That's fine. Uh, That's why we have our own. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be the top. 
And that's yeah. what we want. We were telling you guys as as we know wrestling fans and we know you guys have strong true. opinions. So let's Very hear true. it, whatever. Yeah. Okay, before we go, I want to do one last okay. thing. What is the just another Friday night podcast Mount Rushmore? Okay, so obviously we got Hogan. Yeah, we right? agree on that. One hundred percent. Hogan's on there. Uh, I put Hogan on there. Any any you know what? Rick Flair. Okay. Rick Hogan Flair. Flair. Hogan and Flair. I like I like it already. Okay. It's got good, it's got a lot of, a lot okay. of weight to it. Um anybody else? A sentimental pick, someone that Austin. Maybe, you want to go Austin? Go Austin. Okay, yeah. I feel like that. I'm I'm with you on that. So okay. Austin. Okay, give me somebody else. Somebody mm. somebody from the past. You maybe feel help round out this. I I'm liking this Mount Rushmore a lot. Right? <laughs> this is the just another Friday night podcast, Mount Rushmore. We got <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. Now we need that fourth horseman. We need that fourth horseman there. Hmm. The ultimate team right here you're building. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I, I feel kind of bad. A guy we never talked about all, all night was, was the Macho Man Randy Savage Ooh. or whatever. But he always kind of stood on his own. Though, he did. So he sure I don't did. know that he really where he really would fit in in all this. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, multiple, multiple time world champion. They said business never went down mm-mm. when he was champ. Uh, Impactful, but yet kind of. A little bit always in the shadow of something bigger. You know what I mean? It's just Hogan. Really. Yeah, just Hogan. But you know him just as much as Hogan. You know? How about Macho? How about we put Randy? We could put Randy on there. I, I, I like that pick. You know, I also was thinking he about He was a main Sting, event, too, for you know? WWF yeah. and WCW. I, I feel like Sting also kind of carried, like, you know, the, the WCW. He, you, you know, he, he was he, always their guy when Hogan was in WWF to me. And I always was like, oh, that's that You guy. know what? The way you just mentioned Macho, he's kind of like their, their Macho Man in a way of – under mm-hmm. the shadow of Flair, right? That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah, because yeah, Flair was always still the, the guy. guy. Yeah. So, all right, all right. Um, but I think we're gonna say it. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. You know ahead. what? Had the promos, had the look, yeah. had the moves. Yeah. Got, the matches are definitely yes, there. It's there. So, yeah. all right, unprecedented. You know, but there it is. Just okay. another Friday night's Mount Rushmore. Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan. So we've already got the Mega Powers yeah, in there. Right. Yeah, Mega we've Powers. We've got Ric Flair and Stone we've got Cold Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin. So there it is, guys. You want to argue with us? You got a bone to pick? You want to get in Hit the ring? Up. Hit us up, guys. At JAFN Podcast uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Real easy, guys. guys. I trust you. If you think you got me and CMB, we're going to kick out at two. Yeah, so, exactly. There you go, right there. <laughs> False finishes all the way, brother. Call it in the ring. Hey, and one more thing, guys. Super exciting, and we're gonna mention this at the beginning of the next show. We have a Patreon now. We don't really know what that means yet, but we're working it out and we're figuring it out. We're yeah. gonna get some really cool stuff for you guys. We've yeah. got a great logo design. We're just hashing out the details. But get on our Patreon if you're so inclined. Help us out. It's gonna help us get better equipment. Make this show better for you yeah. guys. Help us buy merch to give away. Stickers, shirts, hats, coffee cups, face masks, koozies, covering up koozies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Keep your beer cold. So, are you beer drinkers and hell raisers? Exactly, exactly. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this edition of the Just Another Friday Night Podcast. I have been one of your two hosts, CM Chuck, and alongside me, as always, is the unbreakable one, Double A, Adam Antium Adam, guys. Do what we always tell you, all right? Mm-hmm. If you have an opportunity to do something, make your own podcast, make your own show, make a music video, write a rap song, whatever it is, seize the day, guys. Do that, all right? And if that's your dream and that's your hope and you want to do something like that, to do that, do whatever it takes. 